sport, the latest from the land, and all the greatest hits. It's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport, your home of live commentary. We don't want her to do that. We want her to come and join us this morning on the show, our American correspondent, Amy Thaler, out of Washington, D.C. I hope the weather over there is better than it is here on the North Island of New Zealand. Amy, good morning. Ah, oh, good morning, BK. I'm glad you're okay. I was watching, you know, coverage on Facebook, people posting things. It looks horrific over there. It's certainly been a, a fairly rugged night, and as dawn breaks across the country, we'll uh, we'll find out a little bit more, but certainly... Your old town of uh, Tauranga in the Bay of Plenty took a bit of a hit last night. There's trees down everywhere. Negotiating the drive to work this morning was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a thrill, it sounds like. Well, At yeah. least you're here, safe and sound. Absolutely. I was a little worried during the night. So let's get started and we'll start. You've got a, a great story on Mr. Musk. Yeah, well, you know, we haven't talked about Elon Musk for a bit. Uh, and now, you know, I'm not a fan of his leadership style, but some things he does are in an effort to be positive, like his commitment to space exploration and use of open source software. And it turns out he has a company, Neuralink, that is creating fully implantable chips that would allow an individual to control technology like a computer or mobile device with their brain. The mission being is to be able to help paralyzed individuals walk and cure other neurological deficits. Neuralink requested FDA approval for human trials, which they expect will begin in April, but maybe not, as they are currently involved in some investigations related to animal testing and dangerous pathogens. Now, BK, despite my philosophical issues with Musk on this one, I hope he can clear the hurdles and make it happen. It sounds pretty cool, actually, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's trippy. I mean, the, the trials that they did with monkeys have them... Um, doing computer games uh, with their brains and not using a joystick. It's it's really pretty fascinating. Since we spoke last, there's been a lot going on in the world of sport. Now, it's probably not quite your uh, your department of expertise, but LeBron James breaking uh, Kareem Aljabbar's record was pretty cool last week at basketball. It was. So LeBron did break uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time NBA scoring record. It happened in the third quarter of the game between the L.A. Lakers versus Oklahoma City Thunder. With less than 11 seconds left on the clock, it was a fadeaway jumper. His 36th point of the game in his 38,388th point of his NBA (laughs) career. The arena went crazy and officials paused the game to honor the achievement, which included LeBron's family, the NBA commissioner, and Kareem, who gallantly and graciously raised a basketball to his successor and then handed it off as if passing the crown to his rightful heir. And I read this great piece that Kareem wrote on his Substack about the milestone. And I wanna share just a few quotes from it here because it was just beautiful. Um, One quote was, when a person climbs higher than the last person, we all feel like we are capable of being more. And this was in relation to people asking, you know, how are you going to feel when when the record is broken? And he said, grateful that I won and happy that the next person also won. His winning in no way affects my winning. And he went on to say, breaking a sports record is a celebration of the human drive to push past known limitations, to redefine what we are capable of. It is an acknowledgement that humans have the capacity to always be improving physically and mentally. He's just a class act. Yeah, it really is. All right. And yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday across the states. Were you going for the Chiefs or the or the Eagles? 
<laughs> I was kind of agnostic, really. I mean, Super Bowl is just a great experience. The food, the, you know, the ramp up. And before the big game started, 50 years of women flying was celebrated when the usual pre-game flyover was conducted by an all-woman team of seven Navy pilots. And before we get to the actual game, let's tick off the Rihanna's halftime show, which was choreographed by a Kiwi, Paris Goebbels. It was basically a Rihanna review, if you will. No collaborators, no big over-the-top Super Bowl anything. It was a mixed-tempo show that got... Mixed reviews, to be honest. She did her thing. The NFL got her, ticks that box. She did it pregnant, which many wondered about. But to me, I don't know. I thought it was pretty obvious when she started the show, you know, showed her tummy, touched her belly. Clearly looked pregnant to me. It was good. It wasn't the best and it wasn't the worst. It was (laughs) Rihanna, you know. I'd hate hate to think how much money was spent on it because it was spectacular as far as a a site was concerned with all those different platforms above the stage going up and down. I mean, that was absolutely amazing, wasn't it? It it was, but I think from a production standpoint compared to other Super Bowl productions, I don't think it probably was that much in comparison um, because some of the productions are really over the top. Remember when Lady Gaga was hanging upside down? true. Some of this save i really don't think it was you know in general i don't think it was that much i have a lot of friends that that were there working on the production from my previous olympic days so i don't i don't think it was that much but as for the game well bk that was pretty exciting at halftime yeah. it looked like kansas city was done for with star quarterback mahomes re-injuring his ankle with two minutes to go and the score at 24 14 to the eagles in the first half, Mahomes only threw for 89 yards, and so it wasn't looking good for the second half. But he always said that he plays best when he's down, and he certainly turned it around yeah. when he came out of the locker room. Yeah. For the first time in 94 starts, Mahomes scored on every drive in the second half. He went 13 of 14 for 126 yards with two passing touchdowns, a near-perfect half, play after clutch play he delivered, which is why – he took home the MVP trophy along with a Super Bowl ring. And people, well, they're already comparing him to Tom Brady. So he's got quite a career ahead of him. Has he ever? I actually love Chris Stapleton's version of the Star Spangled Banner at the beginning, actually. But never mind, it's over yes. for another year. We look forward to year 58 next year and look forward to talking to you next week. All right. Sounds good, BK. Stay safe. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If she thinks, man, I've had a shit Mother's Day, it's not on me, okay? You're not my mum. That's the kids. The kids should have been best behaviour, and they chose not to, okay? Yeah. They chose to give you crappy presents. They chose to complain yeah. at the nice breakfast we made. I'm just there, I'm helping, yeah. but it's, sorry, mate. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.